Ten powerful individuals from space spend thousands of years protecting the Earth from monsters. But now in present day, they realize that maybe thems was monsters all along. Welcome to The Walt Vault with Andre, Michelle, Emily, and Luis. We are a family-friendly podcast where each and every week we watch and review a different Disney movie. Be sure to subscribe on all podcast platforms and YouTube. Enjoy the show! Hello and welcome to <coughs> The Walt Vault, episode 168. <laughs> Don't make fun of my er. My er. Episode one sixty eight. That's right. This is our one hundred sixty eighth episode. Um, and we're marking this very special occasion by talking about a very uh, unexceptional movie. <laughs> unexceptional. This, it's a movie. This week, it's a movie. we are talking about the two thousand twenty one live action Marvel film. Eternals, and we are doing it explicit style, so if you don't want to hear any naughty, naughty language, get on out of here, because we have lots of <laughs> bad things to say about this movie. <laughs> well, no, it okay. was not that let's, bad let's, for let's somebody wait. who really was like... Hold on, hold on, back up. We got other things to that's things. True. That's true. Luis has bones to pick, but first, I have a shout out. Shout out. Shout it. So, Andre and I had our baby moon in Disneyland a couple weeks ago. That was fun. And we met a really nice guy in the pin shop. And he oh, yeah. he asked Andre about, I don't remember his name. I should have got his name. But he asked Andre about his button. And <laughs> mm-hmm. we said, yeah, we have a podcast. And he rolled out the receipt paper and took it off and then wrote down our podcast. And he said, <laughs> I will be listening to that. So if that is you, sir, and you made it to episode 168. Shout out. Hi. <laughs> sorry, Michelle didn't remember your name. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I didn't remember to take note of this either. I'm sorry. <laughs> oh, um, I did. Mm-hmm. He was cool. He was cool. Yeah. yeah. Thanks, Pin Guy. Thanks, Pin Guy. Um, um and uh, Louis has a Louis has a question. I don't know. All right, so I actually probably thought about this in Disneyland or when we got those shorts or probably a little bit afterwards. Uh, Lu- anyways. Oh, your 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 question. front line front power, power line, line shorts okay. front line. <laughs> Who has the ultimate swag? Power line or Prince Naveen? Hmm. And I'm talking Define about swag. I'm talking about all kinds of swag, just in his oh. style and how he's just his presentation. Cool. Like he just flows. Hmm. This is very interesting. Swag very interesting can be question. defined differently for different people. Naveen, like where he goes, he just radiates swag. Right. Well, when when would be nice. When you yeah. asked the question, my gut. <laughs> My gut told me Powerline, like when you asked the question. Right. So since that's the first thing that popped into my head, then I'm going to go with my gut. Oh, okay. Don't really know why, but when you asked me that, I was like, oh, yeah, it's Powerline. Yeah. Um, so that's what I'm going to go with because he smooths and he got some moves. And I like his singing voice better. Right. I will say that the memory that I think most of us have of Powerline from a goofy movie with the girl swooning is the actually Max. Right, Max plays Powerline in the beginning of the movie and does that whole first song as like an imitation of Powerline. Mm -hmm. Shoot, you're right. And then we see at the end of the movie Powerline do a song, but Max is also there dancing along and doing the exact same move. Max has the swag. I think Max has the swiggity swaggity. (laughs) The swiggity swaggity. He's got it in the baggity. You know what I mean? 
I, to me, just like, I feel like <clears throat> Powerline would just be the coolest cookie in the jar, you know? Oh my God. Like, cool. like Man, no matter what cool. he says, like, he'd just be swagging. It. Like his style, his personality, he just, he seems like he'd be so full of life. Mm, mm. You know, I like mean, people love him just because he's a cool dude. He's very not Michael negative. Jackson to me. He's not negative. He doesn't, well, yeah, that's definitely true. He's, he's he doesn't pick style. fights with SNL stars who steal his <laughs> wife, you know, none of that. <laughs> he's just swag. Kanye, Ooh. you can't go nowhere, son. You get Ooh. roasted on the Walt Vault, okay? You know, he ain't claymation <laughs> burying that dude alive, none of that in his video, no. He's not doing any of that. So to me, his swag, his character, it just his three minutes on screen really gave Louis the whole right, right. Just to just to be devil's <laughs> advocate. I wish you guys could see my face when he was talking about. Him. I'm just like, well, especially because he's eating a Twinkie while he does it. <laughs> oh yeah. Have you ever made that Twinkie too? Just to just to give Naveen oh. his due, he does show up in a brand new country and just impresses the heck out of everybody there. And all right? the girls be swooning. And all the girls are swooning. He's he's singing. He's just pulling guitars away from people, and they're cool with it. Like, wow, he's so handsome. I'll give it to him. <laughs> Flynn Rider has more swag than Naveen. Oh, who? Flynn, Flynn Rider. Oh, he's more like um, he has the smolder. Right. He's, he's very more, Robin Hoodie. I was going to yeah. say like Han yeah, Solo. He has more swag yeah. than Naveen yeah. to me. I don't really think of Naveen as like swag, swagadocious, swag, swagalicious. He does swag spend city. most of that movie as a <clears throat> frog. But he's swagging when he's a frog too. He grabs Y'all, a little... I'm just going to say, <laughs> Louis asked his question was who has more swag? Naveen or Powerline? Okay, Not power secondary line. or tertiary characters. <laughs> In this ask of question, pick one you're, of those You're two. talking to Disney people. We're going to think of someone else swagadocious. No, pick those two. Um, well, then it's Powerline for me. Yee. Yeah, I, I think I still like the idea of Powerline more. I'll, I'll go with Powerline. Emily? Even though it's mostly Max. I say... <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to say Powerline 2, even though Yee. I appreciate Naveen's freaking commentary it is so funny well, and Naveen's he is, a cutie. Is funny. he's out here <coughs> trying to get some with a frog and i mm-hmm. find that very funny a kiss would be nice <laughs> i mean i would definitely date naveen he good looking let's be real he ain't got no money honey i know but i wasn't hey, talking about that. money were we we didn't say anything about no swag having money <laughs> Luis asked about he's like a backwards scrub it's fine yeah he's he a backwards scrub, scrub. <laughs> <laughs> that's funny uh, a scrub or scrub he's a scrub oh okay he's a forward scrub <laughs> He's, a, he's scrub prime. Scrub prime. <laughs> scrub prime. You know what I um <laughs> I have another that was a good Louis Asso question. I don't know. I have <laughs> I have a side note before we get into our first impression. So, so you guys bought those shorts at the World of Disney store yes. in downtown Disney, right? Did you see <laughs> you wanna talk about the, the sweatsuit that we saw? Oh my oh, god! Tumbo's a freaking powerline sweatsuit. Okay, no, 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 it wasn't. We Andre's go, gonna post a picture of we it. We go into too. the big Disney store, right? And, and Andre wants joggers or like a sweatshirt. That's mm-hmm. what he's looking for, right? Um, so, so we go in there and I see something like red and black, and it's like a like a sweatsuit. And I get up closer, and there's like little Sebastians on on the suit. Did you guys see that? Right. No. And, but, and it's freaking. But the thing, what's that called? Buffalo plaid. The thing, yeah. The thing about the Ooh, suit is that Buffalo it looks plaid. like a bandana. Yeah. So it's just a red <laughs> bandana suit. 
And the the Sebastians are so small that from look like a crip, a crip from across the street. I don't look like a Disney fan. All right, I look like, like a, a straight up fucking blood. Okay, and they're like blah blah blah. Uh, Especially where we live, I was like, you can't wear that. Outside. I literally didn't buy it because I was like, this is going to get me shot. Well, first of all, they didn't have your size. They were sold yeah, out of your size because true. little that's men true. like you apparently want that sweatsuit. <laughs> but we all, they all got in there before me. But you know? man, we really wanted to buy it, and I hope Andre finds a picture of it to show you right now. <laughs> <Louise>. But. <laughs> So when we went in the store, Luis was so excited because <laughs> I helped him find a Powerline pair of shorts. Mm-hmm. And he got his, oh my gosh, Look, <laughs> Look at this from here. Look at this from here, Lou. You think that's Sebastian? <laughs> There's Sebastian all over this thing. Shot. I said so, son. <laughs> Andre was like, oh Andre was like, this no. is marketing for black people in here. <laughs> <laughs> I did say that. <laughs> we were staring at it for at least it's, it's 10 minutes like, laughing. Dude, dude, look You're at this thing, son. Yeah, you sent me that. We posted this it. This thing is crazy. That is the craziest We thing were I've laughing for like 10 minutes. I couldn't believe it. There was a really cute Robin Hood one next to it that was like green plaid that didn't look as... As gangstery, but this so one this wasn't buffalo plaid. It was what is it called? Bandana, bandana, bandana. yeah, it's like uh, bandana, bandana material. Yeah. Anywho, so you saw Luis, what Snoop Dogg was wearing at the Super Bowl. That's it's very that's reminiscent. It Luis mm-hmm. got his um his Powerline shorts. He was super excited, and then we get home, and he I don't think oh I've seen gosh. him that pissed off. He was so mad because oh, they right. were so big on him, and he's <laughs> like, "What is this?" So he immediately texted Andre and Michelle when like, you guys are going this weekend. You got to get me a different size. And luckily they had it. Yeah. Did that size fit good, Lou? That's great. Or small? Okay, good. Yeah, yeah, was it small or extra small? Small. 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 Jeez, Why are you I'm calling so out? <laughs> I don't know. I can't. Was it a triple? I was trying to call him out. Was it teeny or teeny nah. weeny? <laughs> what what, what size did you get? All of a sudden, fucking Disney, <laughs> medium. What kind of fucking medium is this for? <laughs> a fucking 200 pound man? It was that big? Yeah. Jeez. Huge, dude. It was, yeah. Huge. Huge. And you Huge. better watch out because I like those shorts. They fit me great. Nah. <laughs> yeah, I was just about to say, sounds comfy. <laughs> oh, God. Okay, let's comfy. get into it. Sure I got a you know, freaking Gumby style waistline. <laughs> <laughs> All right, we're going to move on. Waistline. Sorry, that was a side note because it popped into my head again. I could not. That with, was with funny. The, with the oh Crip Sebastian suit. That's okay. Yeah, thank you yeah, for you reminding all kinds of Andre it, said that he should have bought it and just wore it to his comedy show, <laughs> like on stage. That's the only place I could wear. But like, oh, there's actually Sebastian on this. Yeah, <laughs> you actually look close. Do his Sebastian joke. Yeah, yeah, yeah. so funny. Yeah, that'd be great. All right. Okay, so Eternals. Luis, I'm going to let you get it out of your system first. What is your first impression of Eternals? And I how many was, how many times a, have you I watched it? I thought it was a good movie. We've watched, we watched it, it twice. twice. Okay. <clears throat> you thought it was a good movie. I thought it was a good movie, for sure. I was the one who was really thinking, oh man, this they're gonna they kill this movie. There's no I, I I legit thought they picked the worst Marvel characters to try to build a movie off of. Okay. Like how are they gonna be so relevant to this? Mm-hmm. I still have a hard idea even after i've watched it how they're really gonna fit into everything right but at the same time i think i'm probably looking at it still with phase infinity war goggles right so in that sense they don't fit but they're not in 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 the infinity war saga or any of that stuff anymore right that's phase four not phase we're doing different different stuff so i thought i liked it Flat out, I didn't have an issue with it whatsoever. Okay. For sure. Okay. 
Emily? No, don't get me wrong. I'm sorry. Don't get me wrong. It's not my favorite, but like I thought it was, it served its purpose. You just thought it was a good It served its purpose to bring a brand new set of superheroes to the new phase. Job done. Job well done. I disagree with us. I have not been able to say this in a long time. Mm. It was a movie. Oh. Um, Damn, you felt that bad. Hated it. Um, Hate? Okay, maybe not hated, but I literally don't like 90% of the characters. Mm. Like, I have a major issue with most of the characters. I I don't... Y'all are crazy. I think the storyline is is kind of flat. It's not super in-depth, and... The big reveal was pretty obvious to me. Um, okay. Oh, and I yeah, I I don't know. I just felt like I knew Icarus was was turning. Mm-hmm. Like I could just tell. his name you is just... Icarus. Well, I mean, yeah, I that's what gave it away to me. Son. I was like, you oh, know, yeah, they, they even mentioned that in the beginning and whatnot. Mm-hmm. So anywho, I mean. And he's fucking Superman. I'm really pissed. Like the he first is. time I watched yeah. this, I was like, "Yeah, he's Superman." It, I was so annoyed. Like, oh, cool, shoots laser beam. Is that how it is in the cartoon? He's basically, or in the comic? In the comics, yes. He's Superman. Yes, that character is the the, the most powerful, and he he flies and has heat vision. So we're just yeah, saying that because he basically he, has the same powers. He's as the Superman. Superman figure. What I found interesting is that they mentioned Batman and Superman a bunch in this movie, and it's like, oh, you guys are being uh. <laughs> <laughs> really, really drawing attention to the fact that this homie is yeah. exactly like the other character from the other side. Anywho, I just, I um, will qualm. Okay. We shall qualm. Qualm, we will. Okay. Um. So, in the grand scheme of Marvel movies, I still think that Thor 2 is the worst one. But I think I'd rather watch Thor 2 than this. Uh, you baby braining right now. Right? <laughs> wow. No, I think I'd rather watch Thor 2 than Eternals again. Um, it's fine. It's fine. But it doesn't seem like a Marvel Thank movie you. That's to exactly me. What I, was gonna I think it's just like a. And like I agree a with fan- that statement because, like I said, it just. With the goggles that I'm still looking at in the previous phase, it just mm-hmm. doesn't seem like a Marvel movie to me. Right. I agree with you. But I just even don't a, think it was that awful. But how could you how could you put out this and then immediately put out Spider Man? Because Spider Man was Sony, homie. That's true. As well, it's a different company. They got different intentions and different uh, goals. Okay. And I, well, again, in a Marvel universe, duh, fuck. <laughs> well, I mean, here's the deal: they are part of the, they are part of the Marvel comics, and don't they serve a bigger role in the Marvel comics than they do? So, mm. I'll I'll be honest, like. Wait, can I finish my yes, first impression? Yes, yes. Go ahead. Go Sorry, ahead. I'll, it's okay. I'll, I'll bring it up. Okay, so it's fine. The movie is not like terrible. It's a fine movie, but I don't relate it to the Marvel universe, honestly, really at all. And I didn't like. It felt very Suicide Squad to me, where they were like, "Here's all of these characters that you should care about," or Batman v Superman, when I know nothing about those two characters. Um, here's all these characters that we want you to like really like right away. Where I was like, well, I don't have any emotional connection to these 10 people at all. And you're like telling me their life stories and I'm not even getting like, like, like drawn in, like connected to them. That when you kill some of them, I'm like, okay, whatever. Um, So I think it didn't have that kind of emotional connection or (coughs) way of introducing them didn't really work for me. Um, I liked it better on the second viewing than the first viewing. Um, for what it was. And I don't necessarily think it's really bad. I think that they just could have done a lot more 
than that what they did and it doesn't feel like a marvel movie to me personally that, yeah, it doesn't feel like a marvel movie i agree so when you were saying like oh it's alone? served its purpose in that way i'm like i don't think it did serve its purpose because i don't I don't particularly need another Eternals movie, which I'm sure they'll do, and I don't really need to see them in anything else. Um, but the cutscenes for me were like, oh damn, okay. The post-credit scenes. Yeah. Oh yeah, for sure. And I mean, there. I'm not to say that there was things I didn't like about this movie because there definitely were like things I liked about it. Um, but just as a whole, like overarching Marvel thing. Um, and especially because it was like the first Marvel movie we went to see in the theaters <coughs> again. I think no did we see Black Widow in the theater Uh, no we did we did but it was like the first one that we were like oh I mean Black Widow was supposed to come out already right so we were really excited for like a Marvel movie and then we were in the theater after like you know so that's how I feel about that okay Andre um okay so first impression yeah when we went to go see this for the first time I was I think just like overwhelmed by this movie and not not like in a good way like there are a lot of characters um that i even as a marvel comics fan am not familiar with like at all yeah right so having them go through so many of them uh, i kind of it, it was it was it was just a lot a lot of new information to, to take in which i i am embarrassed to say because i feel like i'm pretty good at uh you know managing to keep all of this superhero nonsense straight so watching it a second time helps clarify some of the larger marvel-y themes that i think they're going for in this but overall i think that the reason that i didn't like this movie that much is because not because I don't like any of these characters, but they really just didn't have enough time to, mm-hmm. to flesh in. any of them out yeah. fully. I, I think uh. that this property would have been much better served as like an eight-episode TV show where they could have mm-hmm. focused on one person at a time. Since, mm-hmm. since they have such these long, crazy lives and we're just supposed to believe that like the relationship that Cersei has with freaking Jon Snow over here is just as strong as it was with old home dude who she was married to for 6,000 years or whatever. I was like, what, what are we, what are we even talking about? Or Sprite. I'm sorry. She annoys the shit out of me. I was like, can you shut up? Yeah. So like I'm supposed to feel for her, but I don't. So I, 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 I like the concept of all these people's powers and I even kind of enjoyed the concept of them hanging out on earth and being in the shadows. But I just think that, the combination of this movie being very, it felt very long to watch both times. <coughs> and also <laughs> I feel like I'm not getting enough out of anybody just makes it fall pretty low on my Marvel movie list. I would say mm-hmm. it's in the, the bottom five, you know, mm-hmm. bottom seven, maybe I don't, I don't know. Yeah. It's not high up on the list. I, I, I agree <clears throat> with the way that you're putting it. Like verbalizing it, I feel like that's how I feel. But it's also, hard for me to put in. I also words. kind of agree with Lou. Like it, it is a, it's a fine movie. It's fi- but, but but what about what is the point of me being like, oh, it's fine? Right. Does that mean it was good then? No. Like you know what I mean? Yeah. I've never called oh, it's fine. a Marvel movie fine before. Yeah. Right. Yeah. That that means it's probably not that great. Exactly. You know. <laughs> yeah. So, so I guess let me throw a wrench in here. Okay. Wrench it up. So you guys are trying to add, you like, you know, build some emotional attachment to these characters for you to like it. Yeah. Did you build an emotional attachment immediately in Iron Man One? 
Yeah, because yeah. they did good storytelling. Honestly, yeah, pretty fast. Yeah, I pretty much loved they, him. The like, storytelling in this wasn't good. By the time he has gotten out of that cave and gone back home to Happy and is trying to get a cheeseburger and he's <laughs> starting to make the Iron Man suit, I'm like, right, I'm, I'm on board with this dude. Maybe if they had focused on five Eternals and not ten, mm-hmm. then yeah. we could have maybe felt that. I think the number of, it was too many. of characters was too many. And then... See, it would, it, so, for example... We were supposed to care about like Ajak and her like relationship with all these people. And they kept saying like, she loved you so much. She loved you so much. And I was like, okay. Right. Like we literally didn't see any of that. I mean, so I'm just supposed she to. She doesn't have that many lines in the movie. She's and not she in doesn't it that particularly much. like, they don't show her doing anything. Right. Like, we know that she heals, but, like, cool, she healed someone once, and now she's like, I love you guys all so much, like, my children. I don't know. I just didn't. That's an example it's a stretch. of, like, eh. The story. That's why I'm saying they, they packed too much into one mo- movie, and there's too many Eternals. Is that how it is in the comics? There's 10 of them? I believe so. I, or, or even more, you know, the the way that the story goes. Well, they could have been, like, there's four the or five yeah. who didn't want to come fight, right, and they were just exactly. like, nah. Or like, you know. And then when emergence happened, they all get like the the thing that happens yeah. at the end. Right. They <laughs> all get yeah. like Hold from China. And lo- and it's really hard yeah. when you try to introduce 10 characters. Like, let's be real. That's just that's just a, a feat in and of itself as like a storyteller or a writer. I'm going to yeah. make you care about 10 characters in two hours. I mean, like. The, the, that's a you, lot. If you think about the X-Men movies, right, which which kind of do that, but they they focus solely around like Logan in those first mm-hmm. couple of movies. They're, they're, they're Wolverine movies with the other X-Men kind of circulating him and his story. I don't remember all the X-Men and sure. I've seen and, them. And, and yeah, you, and, and but they're the not trying that, to focus on all of them. Like you right. Said. You don't have to. In this movie, we have to believe that all of these people have lived for thousands of years together and that they feel like they're a family and some of them are in love with each other and... But they're also AI, and why do they feel human emotions and die like humans? I don't know. Well, yeah. The, that was a stretch for me, too. Ay, caramba, yeah. Some of the lore stuff is, is far out there. And I, honestly, once again, yeah, I think like the, the idea around making an Eternals movie for Marvel um, is like one of the most outlandish things that they have done, I think. But I think they thought it was going to be really good. Well, I mean, sure. Uh, but I think like, they thought it was going to be a with hit. The, with the other outlandish ones with... Ant-Man and Doctor Strange and Guardians of the Galaxy, you know, who... Bangers. I all just... I said all those names and you guys know who they are. Everybody knows who they are. But before those movies came out, they were pretty obscure and they were they were riskier for, for Marvel than, than like an Iron Man or a Captain America would. Yeah, but <coughs> Guardians, that's the perfect example. How many characters were there? There's five. It was way easier to fall in love with all of them. Right. Yeah. Exactly. So can we do a... Like favorite character, least favorite character. Yeah, I was gonna say we should go because then at least we can talk about them. Because I, no offense, don't want to go through the whole plot unless you want me to do an Emily full plot because (laughs) I can make it happen in like four seconds. But I, but I do think we should touch on each character and like, like you said. So, or um, we can just say like one snippet about each character that we liked or didn't like. You know, so we mm, talk about yeah, yeah. So the two main characters are. I guess you could say Cersei and Icarus. I mean, sure. Are the two main ones. Yeah. So, Don't really like either of them. So Cersei is played by Gemma Chan. She is an Eternal who can like transmute matter. 
right? Yeah. So Their powers are cool. That's important. She she touches but a rock. She can turn it yeah. into water. She could she could do the whole water and the wine thing. That's pretty important. Um, she's not <laughs> Jesus, okay? Dude, she's around before Jesus. She's way BC, way way BC. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Um, I don't like it. <laughs> Nothing before uh, Jesus. Okay, right, go so, ahead. so, <laughs> so, so, so she go can ahead. change. She can change stuff into other stuff. Um, in the past, she she comes to Earth and loves the humans. In the present, she is hanging out with Jon Snow. Uh, what's his name in the Kit movie? Kit Harrington is Dane. Yeah, played by Kit Harrington. I love him. And also, she lives with Sprite. Um, Icarus is the the Superman it's her husband. character, right? Yeah, it's Cersei's husband. He can fly. He can shoot lasers out of his eyes. And um, he's pretty strong. He's pretty strong. Yeah. yeah, he he is the the strongest of the bunch, I guess. Um, although that that's arguable. I just too. didn't really <laughs> like either of them, though. Yeah. Hold on, Michelle. Wasn't this yours? So you said you don't like either of them. <clears throat> Keep going. About all. Are you going to say anything else about the other characters? Oh well, I I was going to say. <clears throat> I'll say who my least favorite character is. Mm-hmm. Is that what we're going to do? My least sure. favorite character is. It was a toss-up between Sprite and Druig, but I think it's Druig. Mm-hmm. Excuse? Whoa. What is wrong with you? I you to back you. the fuck ooh, up. Ooh. He's so... F- Whoa, Andre and I don't like Druig. Okay, well, both of you <laughs> can... Right? You don't like him either? <laughs> we were just talking about this. We were like, he's so fucking annoying. I mean, he's definitely an asshole, right? He's he's an asshole throughout the movie. That, that That's the purpose that he serves. So, like... I wasn't a huge fan of his character, especially at the beginning, but um, I think the actor did a good job, and I really think that his suit is the dopest out of all of them. Oh, yeah. We're not talking about his suit. No, 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 no. Okay. How is he the worst? If anything, he is the one who sees the hypocrisy day yeah. one. Right. I right, like right. that he's the that's one that's fine. like, this is not fucking right. Exactly. Like, I like that about well, him. Well, I don't day agree with what he does. I don't agree... Well, that's what he does. Oh, you don't like his What do you little, mean? You don't I don't like, like that he's... cult con- in the village that no. he's got going on for And I don't like that he's controlling a bunch of humans. No, I don't like okay, that. Okay, you realize... Hold he on, was... let her finish. She said that her two least favorites, oh, yeah, she's still talking. It's Bright and Druig. Bright and Druig, okay. Yeah, I don't agree with what he does at all. Okay. Like, I don't like how he uses his power, so right. I don't really he's, like him. He's the mind he control think, guy. Well, you know why? Because I think he's trying to be God. Like, oh, I'm just going to control all these people, and they're going to yeah, be no conflict. For sure. So I don't like that he's playing God. Like, I don't like okay. it. So that's why I don't like Druig. So who's your favorite? Uh, my favorite um, is a toss-up between Faustus? Faustus? Faustus. Faustus. Fastos and Gilgamesh, but they killed him off pretty quick. <laughs> I, when I first watched the the first time, it was Kingo, but he was kind of bugging me this time. But I would say I would say Fastos is my favorite. Okay, what do you think, Andre? Um, my favorite. What do you think about the two mains since she started that? Oh, one okay. Like that. So Cersei and Icarus. <coughs> um, Icarus, like I. His his, married in Icarus. his his motivations <laughs> yeah. weren't I don't think they were clear enough for me throughout the movie. Like um as you said, his 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 turn is kind of telegraphed throughout. Um although I did I don't I don't know if I fully saw it coming the first time. I can't really I remember. didn't see it the first time. Um but but as he makes his turn, I'm kinda confused as to why he's going to such great lengths to to protect his his uh, view of Erishim, his god or whatever, but know. but but aside from that, like the rest of him is fairly boring. He's just yep. kind of 
loves Cersei and walks around, and he doesn't he doesn't have much to his character that that I saw in in, <coughs> in the movie. No. Um, Cersei, I got a little bit more from. I liked Gemma Chan's performance. Um, I think her powers are cool. When she like turns the bus into petals of flowers and stuff like that, that was pretty sick. I was worried about the people inside the bus. That's like, what did I she said. Turn them into flowers. Was like, <laughs> <the people> go? <laughs> <laughs> there was only one bus driver. He was under there. Um, but um, as for her character, I, I I liked once she got the the the, the Arishim ball or whatever after Ajax died and um, was kind of trying to come into her own as as like the new leader of the group, but. But she still didn't feel like the leader to me, even at the end, even when she came into her own. In my opinion, I mean, yeah, a little it, lackluster. It, it didn't. It didn't go quite quite far enough, I guess. Okay, um, favorite and least favorite. Um, who is my least favorite? Okay, my least favorite is is a weird one because I actually like her a, a lot, um, and it's it's Thena. Um, <laughs> And the, like only, the only reason she's my least favorite is just because I think Angelina Jolie is so underutilized in in this yeah. movie. You know, like like it almost seems like she should have had a either either a more separate role, like she stayed away from them for a lot longer, or she actually did go through her madness fully, and they had to like lock her up or something like that. So she only came in a couple of times. Or she should have been a, like a much stronger force in the main core of the group. But as it stands, she was kind of just like middle of the road and didn't have too many lines. And I feel like they didn't give her that much to do except for act crazy every every scene. You know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. She's just like, I'm doing fine. I'm doing fine. Oh, my face is twitching. My face is twitching. I'm <laughs> killing you. I'm killing you. I'm I, evil. I, I'm like, evil. I thought she was cool, but yeah, she doesn't Right. Do and she has a super cool character. She's basically Wonder Woman, you know, which is which is cool to see Angelina Jolie do. But um, I just didn't think that there was there was enough of her. Yeah. And my, my favorite... I think my favorite is Fastos too. Um, I really like his powers. Like I think they're they're the coolest. He can just create and engineer and. If you don't know Andre, he would be Fastos. Like mm-hmm. if he yeah, could choose, sure. that would be him. For yeah, for sure. sure. I would, would I would choose those powers. And it's so cool when he's using them to like fight at the at the end. Um, also, he keeps it real, movie. which I like. Yeah, 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 yeah. And he's the one who like really settled down, you know, yeah. out of out of all of them. He has a he has a family. He has a he has a house. You know, he's I assume he has got a job of some kind. I don't know what he's doing. I don't know. Maybe he don't need no job. Well, I mean, yeah, maybe, maybe he just creates just money like, with his power. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> <laughs> that's true, dude. Like here's another couple extra hundreds, right. yeah. honey. Um, he's got the <laughs> the mint. What do you call it? The he's printing money. Yeah, he's, yeah, yeah. He just make make the mint. Yeah. Make a whole mint. Um, so yeah, I think I think Fastos is my is my favorite character. But I do like Kingo a lot too. But I like Kingo for the humor aspect, but yeah, he's funny and he's got cool powers. But he is very weirdly absent at the end of the movie. Did you guys notice that at all? Yeah, I definitely noticed it more on the second. Yeah, watching, but like he. You know, they're all about to go gear up to fight the emergence and stop it. And then he's like, hey, whew, guys, I, I, you know, I like he Icarus a lot. He's like, yeah, he bounces. He's like, I, I, I'm not going to fight, you I'm know, like, why'd he get buffed in this movie if he wasn't even going to fight Nate? <laughs> right. And then he's like, bye. And I was like, oh, okay, he's probably going to come back and kick some ass in a, in a second or whatever. He got buffed for the movie and then he didn't even fight. <laughs> and then he never shows up. And then at the very end, he's just like walking around with Cersei and he's like, oh, yeah, so we froze the the celestial or whatever i mean i didn't because i wasn't there or anything but <laughs> it was really it was really weird so he's not happened. my least favorite character mm-hmm. because he Kingo? was fine but i swear 
every time he fought, I looked at Luis and he's like, this is so fucking stupid. He literally had a gun, like his fingers in gun and he was shooting at like, that is dumb. I'm sorry. It looked so stupid. And he did like a little Kamehameha ball. He's like, yeah, that's, well, that's fine. I like it. I like he, it. <laughs> he could have done like pew, pew, pew with his palm or something. He could have even done the Spider-Man thwip and I wouldn't have even been mad. But the gun, the gun fingers, like. That's funny. He dumb. probably can do any of that. You know, he just produces the energy and shoots it out. I don't think he has to do it in this way, I, but I'm I bet he maybe he it. makes a gun strike. <laughs> he's like, no, nah, I'm, I'm guns though. Yeah, he's a gunslinger. <laughs> okay, Emily, who is your favorite then? Well, hold on, let me do the first two. I don't think the main characters were. They didn't like capture me. Mm-hmm. I kind of agree with mm-hmm. you. Icarus was like chilling most of the movie, Why? like looking at Cersei like accent, or but... out. my problem with him is that he's too sexy Mm. he was going to be a bad guy like you can't be that good looking and not become a bad guy he honestly could play superman like he looks like yeah oh for sure yeah and he had that little gray streak that i like so much anywho yeah um So my problem is that Gemma Chan, Mm -hmm. um, Luis and I watched her in the TV show Humans, and Mm -hmm. Humans was like where like people had AI robots in their house, Mm -hmm. and the robots were like became sentient. Yes, but they literally were like people bots, Mm -hmm. and. I equated her acting in that where she was an AI to this. I'm like, Mm. she wasn't, I don't feel like she had like enough emotion. And when Mm. you really watch her face, like it doesn't convey like emotion. I agree. So I've kind of felt like she was a Kristen Stewart in this one. Ironically enough, it turns out that these Eternals are just robots anyway. They're just space robots. Right. So she is is an AI. Um, So anywho, whatever's for them. Least favorite? Mm-hmm. I'm gonna go with probably Sprite. Sprite. She. I couldn't. I couldn't. Get do over I feel? It. Do I feel for her? Yes. Yeah, sure. Awful. It Have reminds me of the date with the, date of... with a vampire. No. Oh what's yeah. That called? Yeah, yeah. Is that interview with a vampire? Interview with the vampire. Oh, I think you'd be over it. Date with the other one. Yeah. Seven thousand. Like the mom's worst. got a date with a vampire. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> with super. Oh, Charles Shaughnessy. He's so cute too. Um. Anywho, but. That was like awful, like not being able to grow up. Right, she's yeah. the, she's the child one who doesn't grow up. Okay, but like how old? How old do you think she is as a kid? Like twelve? Like thirteen? Yeah, young. Okay, then go find some teenagers. But do, if but you're seven thousand year old, do you want to hang out with teenagers? No, I and she doesn't not. grow up. So like, what's she gonna do? Right, they're yeah, going to high true. school, and she's like, oh, bye guys, I'm staying in middle <laughs> school again. <laughs> so favorite character. Um, I would say Gilgamesh. Mm. He was super sick. Yeah. Um, I loved his fighting. Um, I felt like he always had infinity gauntlets, like two gauntlets yeah. to like beat the shit out of people. It was very cool. To watch. Him um, and Wong are twins, though. Oh, my God. Louis twins. Kept Wong. Andre, I made Andre show a picture yeah, we looked this of up. them side by side. To me, they're twins. <laughs> so dude. Like, Gilgamesh is played by Don Lee. And Wong is played by Benedict Wong. And they're twins. Um, and, you know, they're, they're, they're both obviously bigger Asian dudes, but they do have very similar uh, facial features. So that's... I love how they have a the picture that, together. Yeah, the fact that two of them in a Marvel movie... Don't they look like twins? separate Marvel Yeah, they movies, have very similar facial features. Um, they're, they're, they're very similar, similar actors. Yeah. And I, you know what I bet for two actors like this, 
they've been at every audition they've ever been oh, to together. Oh, like, I'm sure. <laughs> you know? So I would say that I have a first and a second place favorite. First place, Gilgamesh. Mm-hmm. Second place is is Druig Le- and the fast girl. What's oh, her Kari. name? Makari. Makari. Thank Dude. you. Kari's she was cool. sick. Anywho, those are my. That's how I feel. Andre, Luis. I like. Oh, well, uh, a side note on Mercari. I felt like that was the f- maybe not the first time I had seen a speedster that actually looked fast on screen, but they they made her look fast. Yeah. So I like that. She was no what's his name. The way the way she was shot was was different than I've seen in a lot of speedster style movies. Because Just in the way that when you see her, she is moving fast yeah. as opposed to her moving regular in when everything Everyone's else is slow, slow motion. Uh, you know? Yeah, yeah. <clears throat> I yeah, like she actually like you seen seemed the flash, like she you? was running. Like the show? Yeah. yeah. Oh, okay. Does that make him <laughs> Louise just <laughs> loves Mary I know, but I thought she was faster. Yeah. Okay, Louise. She was the true Marvel speedster. Honestly, okay. Druig, number one. Druig's number one. And uh, Makari's a close Druig? two. Yee. You know, here's my qualm with your qualm. Okay. <laughs> Here we go. I got a qualm Death qualm. Qualms. He wasn't wanting to play God. He just wanted them to chill. He just wanted them to peace. And when, when he wasn't allowed to do it, he took matters into his own hands. She's being a dictator. You know, and the only... <laughs> Is it wrong? Yes. Like in a human ethical way. Mm-hmm. But I can see where he feels like, well, these people are getting too violent. They're getting too ahead of themselves and I want to keep them safe. Like this is not necessary. His intentions are too. not dictatorship. No free Dictator will. Intentions. intentions. He's taking, just, just taking away their free will. Just less free will. It's like, okay. hey, you guys want to come live with me? That's fine. Earth. That's your guys' opinion. <laughs> you can you can disagree with hey, me. Hey, you guys want to sleep up sweep up all these leaves real quick? I'm like, <laughs> yes. And then Makari, she's just better. Yeah, she's really cool. Yeah, Makari's really cool. She, she's deaf. Huh? Can I oh, yeah. Her, <laughs> that actress is all naturally deaf. Yes. Yeah. Yes. The actress. She, she was in. Naturally? Uh, she was in. Uh, uh, that's very insensitive of me to say. So in real life, she's actually deaf. Yes. Is what I'm trying to say. The actress is Lauren yes. Ridloff. <coughs> she was in the wa- or she is in The Walking Dead. Oh, okay. As far as I can tell, uh, she's still there. I never made it to that season. She's pretty legit. For sure. For sure. <coughs> I will say that I loved that every character signed, like mm-hmm. I, well, except for Athena. But I really appreciate that. Yeah. I mean, they've all been living or together theme. long enough to yes. know every language ever, probably. I so. I really, yeah. I agree with you, though, Andre, about Thena. I felt like, well, because Luis and I were doing like a who's who's strongest, like mm-hmm. who's the cool, like not the coolest, but who's the strongest. And obviously Icarus on like a just kind of start on a power level. Yeah, <clears throat> he's he's probably the easiest to peg for that. Mm-hmm. But then I feel like. Gilgamesh, <coughs> he was strong, powerful. but then Thena was like Thena the best fighter. Crazy the, the fighting style I liked watching the most was Thena. Yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. I agree with because that because of her like energy weapons. That was pretty sick. Yeah. But then also um, he reminded me of Doctor Strange, like how she like right. Of, yeah, yeah, yeah. Just whipped mm-hmm. it out, you know. Um, but also, uh, who was I just gonna mention? Fastos at the end like really surprised me. When stuff starts popping off and he just puts up his arms, he's like, and he just makes two guns. So he can just copy Kingo over there. He's like yeah. power dampening device on Icarus. Yes, exactly. Like, he, he grabs Icarus out the sky, wraps him up and just like starts sucking away his powers, which is really, really cool. Um, 
It and makes then, him look a lot cooler because um, I kept saying like, there's the fighters and the helpers. Right. Yes. Because support like, support team. Right. Cersei, like, Druig. <laughs> yeah, Cersei, Druig, Fastos, sometimes. And uh, Ajax. And Ajax. <clears throat> and even even is her name Mercari? Yeah, Mercari. Mercari. Her too, in some ways. Which is interesting, because like, Lou, you know, if you have super speed, you're you're basically unbeatable. Right. She should have been in in battle. But yeah, mm-hmm. she she was taking a much more hands off approach until she had to fight. Icarus, and she she was uh, doing some damage to him. Yeah, you know? she was. That was, she that was, was cool. pissed. That was cool to watch. Dude, Icarus was just so OP'd, man. Right. Like, yeah. it, like the thing about the Superman character. Yeah. That, uh... <laughs> I guess you just gotta. Make, well, you can't make a feeble ass Superman. Right. You know. But and, um, in so much that <clears throat> they couldn't even like find a way in the story to have him be killed by any of them mm-hmm. he had to go fly himself into the sun you know i mean that's kind of telling no right offense, there i like... thought that was really on the nose like, <laughs> like, oh, okay. like come on come on he's gonna fly into the sun i'm How so cool sad i betrayed my friends my wife don't love me no more she was john snow i just yeah speaking about another hottie john snow okay okay <laughs> who's john snow so he's uh, Dane, Dane. Uh, Cersei's Who uh, is freaking boyfriend. hilarious. <laughs> oh, I, I'm lying to you. My mm. favorite character is Karun. Oh, Karun is the he's man. My, he's dude. my favorite character in this movie. I laughed so hard. <laughs> every time. Every time. When Kingo, they're like fighting in the woods or whatever, and Kingo has to like charge up a shot, and he gets under the beast, and he like decapitates it with his, mm-hmm. with his power ball or whatever, and then he's like... <sighs> Good Karun, shot, did sir. you get that? And he's like, I gotta say! <laughs> he was so funny. I really enjoyed him. He was like sentimental at the right moments, yes. but also like, he, I don't know. He's I just so thought loyal. He was awesome. and, and I like how so he funny. knew about everybody. Right, oh, yeah. Right. The friends from oh, college. The Eternals. Oh, you're the Eternals. Oh, my God. Thank you're you here. so much. He's like, he's like, hey, yeah, guys, Karun is fine. He's been with me for the past 50 years. And he was, when, he, when he first met me, he actually thought I was a vampire and tried to stab me in the heart. So. <laughs> I thought that was a little funny How because... How many times do I have to apologize, sir? <laughs> because <enough. laughs> I don't mean to seem, like, insensitive here. I really don't. But, like, it seems to me if you're from, like, a not a western country mm-hmm. if you see somebody who has been living for a very long time you're not asking a question you're not asking for his documentation <laughs> you're getting a stake and you're trying to drive it through the motherfucker's heart <laughs> like if, if he's from mexico mm. if he's from you know out of the country in india you're not got asking a any questions you're just driving <laughs> that stake <laughs> You know, yeah. which I, I think that's how they that's how I see it. I just thought that was I thought he was really, really awesome. So funny. I can just imagine Karun in like nineteen sixty. He was sunny. He's got a bunch of garlic. He's just like, hey, you want any? <laughs> <laughs> so you I had to come in my house because I didn't invite you. <laughs> <laughs> so I know we don't really want to go through the plot because it is kind of thin. And honestly, to us talking about the characters is getting into the plot anyways. But I think I want to talk about the celestial thing. Okay. And then I also want to talk about how they tried to tie this into Marvel. Right? Because I think that's where a lot of my qualms were. Um, So they introduced the celestials at the beginning. Um, Honestly, I still really don't understand the celestial stuff Mm -hmm. too much. Like I know that um, Guardians of the Galaxy dude, Mm -hmm. like his dad's a celestial 
but he looks human. So then why do these things look like robots? And then I was like getting confused, right. you know? So well, they, in, the, in, in the guardians, the first one wasn't del Toro. Yeah. Like, like they uh, were living in the celestials head. Yes. Yeah. Yes. yes. They live in nowhere, which is the head of a dead celestial. Well, and, but weren't they also when del Toro was talking about like, the Power Stone, weren't those all Celestials trying to hold it? The Celestials created the Infinity Stones, yeah. I believe. But right? didn't they try to harness yes. its power and they couldn't and they all like... Well, I think they like just... I, I think I think the Celestials helped create the universe mm -hmm. and as the universe is created, the Infinity Stones are also created, mm, okay. right? That's yeah. just a side effect of, of them creating the universe. But... You saw a Celestial holding the Power Stone right. in the staff and yeah, the yeah, 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 yeah. That was a different, different yeah. Celestial. So I just have... I have some qualms with Celestials because then I don't understand how his dad's a Celestial but looks like a human and then how is he, he part of He was actually a brain. Hold on, whose dad? In, uh... Star Lord's dad in oh. Guardians Two, he he is Ego the Living Planet. They describe him as a celestial, I believe, in that movie. Um, in the comics, he, he he's just a planet with a face. <laughs> he's not he's not Shut like a, he's not like a human up. man. But but he does cast out those seeds that can become like a human okay. version of him okay. and, mm. and lay seed with, with woman or whatever. Ugh. You know what I mean? Okay. So, um, okay. God. I'll get past that. that seed, I dog. think that they just don't explain it in a way that's enticing. Yeah. Well, I mean, and they're expecting you to suspend like all disbelief. A lot. Right. Oh, so the Celestials were the first things here and they created the universe and then now they, they, they send these people and deviants to a planet to make the planet powerful, and then I plant a seed, and then another celestial is born. It's a I lot was like, of, there's not another way for you to birth a celestial? It's a lot of circular thinking here. It's like yeah. the celestials. We are the, the ultimate creators of the universe. So what we're going to do is make more celestials. You know, that's that's fun. So we're going to house them in planets, and to get them to actually be born... It we're takes 7,000 years. We're just going to... Well, well, we're gonna we're gonna cook it a little bit, you know. It's got to get hot energy wise, so we're gonna it's let the oven. let the population go. Preheat. So, so, so in order to help sense. with that, we're gonna send the deviants there. The deviants are gonna kill the apex predators so that the humans can get gather intelligence or whatnot. Uh oh, my deviants done messed up. Oopsie! <laughs> I better create some other shit, <laughs> some Eternals, <laughs> and have them go fight the deviants. And then after the deviants are dead, the Eternals will help everybody get their technology together. We'll cook up this planet. We'll birth in the celestial. Everybody Everybody dies, chop chop. But it, that's just that. It seems to like a me, bad plan. In yeah. and of itself, <laughs> makes no fucking sense to me. So when they're trying to say that this is how it is, I'm like, okay, like like mm. that's not enticing to me. Where I'm like, that's a great fantasy <laughs> plot storyline. No, sure. no, it doesn't fucking make sense to me. I feel um, like it so, just falls pretty flat because it's so linear in what they're expecting you to be okay with. Yeah. And so like, is Erishim like the head celestial? Right. We don't know where he stands. They said like celestial of... prime, I think, or something like that. But why, I don't know. Why is he interacting with these? And know. is he like the watcher on the wall? Oh, that was my other the thing. The Watcher is really powerful, too. So who's more powerful, the Watcher or the Celestials? Is the Watcher really powerful, though? I mean, he, he is in that he is did, omniscient. Is he a he Celestial? Sees, he sees all. 
the the Watcher is not a celestial. Okay, then who the fuck is he? he he's different. He's just an alien with a big head. He was one know. of those homies that was chilling with Stanley on the yeah, rock. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I told Luis, I think my heart. But he's hella powerful too. He he is, but he's not a, he's not a celestial. He's a different category okay. of of being, I guess. My hard time with Arishem is like, so he only knows what happens when. They're talking in Erisham language. In Erisham land. Because <laughs> if that orb is inside you, I feel like it's a spy device. Like, how does he not know what's happening? At all times. Mm-hmm. Like, you why know? didn't he just come in and be like, hey, stupids. Yeah. <laughs> Stop like, fucking my shit Do up. what I told you to do. But he's not. Like, the only time he knows what's happening yeah. is when someone comes and talks to him. But, like, he also is, like, all-knowing. So I just feel like that doesn't... Like add up for me, right? We, I, I think I think something that that they didn't explain well at all in this movie is like what the extent of a celestial's power actually is. They basically play God, and the only reason I kind of got that this time is because at the end, when Erishem takes them and says like, "Your memories will tell me if these <coughs> humans are worthy or not," I'm like, "Who are you to say if they're worthy or not?" So to me, it just feels like they're he's like playing yeah. god but so from this know. from this article i'm reading it says erishim as the prime celestial he set out to create life in the universe using his incredible powers to create galaxies hosting billions of stars and planets in order to preserve the progression of life as time went by erishim designed a plan in which he implanted celestial seeds and different planets in time those seeds would lead to the emergence of other celestials so he's just making life Make, make little life make big life little life big life yeah i mean boom, i guess boom, the boom, only boom. important thing then is that these planets can birth the celestial he doesn't actually care about making life in the right in the universe in the universe he just cares about the celestial seems himself. like it but then okay so at the end of this movie well, dude, they all say that the, <clears throat> the birth of each celestial could be the birth of millions of lives right because the celestial that celestial create would create planets right 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 but then kill them all because there's not only all, just but... one planet within that billion. Yeah, I guess so. So mm-hmm. then, so then at the end of this movie, Erishim comes up to to Cersei and who else did he bring? Fastos and you got Kingo, everybody. Dane, the the ones left, the ones who are on Earth. Yeah. So he calls to them. He's like, "Hey, so I guess things didn't go as planned, huh?" <laughs> he's like, "You decided to sacrifice a celestial, celestial for these humans. So I'm gonna bring you in. I'm gonna review the footage, and if I find that the humans are actually worth it, then." We all cool. But if not, then I'm going to come back and you will face judgment. And it's like, all right. Yeah, he's playing God. Yeah. Uh-huh. So, so, yeah, he really has not been paying attention no. to what's been happening on Which Earth. Which I just find very bizarre. <clears throat> he's like, ah, my egg's cooking. You know, I'll come back to it in 20 minutes or whatever. <clears throat> 20 minutes is 7,000 years it took. That's for him, well, maybe you know. it's 20 minutes. <laughs> it's 20 him. minutes for him. He's like, hey, <laughs> I put this egg in here so, <laughs> a couple minutes ago. That was just like a big qualm for me. I wasn't into it. Then my other qualm is when Ajak is talking to Icarus about um, the emergence going to happen. Mm-hmm. And she. She says her reason why she doesn't want the emergence to happen really anymore is because the humans stalled the emergence when Thanos did the snap for five years. And then she just like started appreciating them more or something. So I guess that's how they were trying to tie it in. Like, I, I don't know. I think she said something about she was just fascinated at how they've grown and just she was she. Yeah. Fascinated at them because they've evolved so far that they brought found the way to bring back half the population. Mm. 
Like, yeah, like what other entity and... in the galaxy has been able to do a feat like that? Right, and she was impressed by the humans of it all, not necessarily Thanos, who yeah, <laughs> yeah, stopped yeah, yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. Okay, that like, there's something special about these, this species about... if they've done that. Right, and she yeah. has retained her memory from the millions of years yeah. that she's been alive and doing this, right? So for yeah, her... she's never gotten reset, has she? Right, I don't think she's been reset. No, she hasn't. She has, to, she has to keep the secret. So I think for her to be the one to say that, like, hey, maybe Erisham's not not right i'm the one with the most knowledge here then yeah i think i think and the most loyal i would say she is prime because she's the one who talks to him and actually sees that he's real and exists or whatever that's the thing right prime celestial yeah prime celestial no 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 excuse me prime eternal she's yeah i guess the prime eternal Mm. i I want to call them eternal number one eternal prime just because of optimus e1 (laughs) (laughs) e1 e1 i I just didn't really like how they just kind of half-assed were like Oh, yeah, that one time <coughs> Thanos snapped, or, oh, yeah, uh, Icarus, I guess you could lead the Avengers now, hmm. or whatever. Hmm. I'm like, you guys haven't been doing shit, so, like, I don't want to hear it. Yeah, the, <laughs> I don't want to hear it from you. Those couple of lines of dialogue, I will say, I mean, I didn't, they were mildly funny, but I think, overall, they uh, felt forced. Yeah. You know? like, like, they were like, we got to tie this hey, in. we got to mention freaking Iron Man, Captain America, mm. let's, get, let's get these hits, we got to get the gotta get the views. And, whatever. you know, Thor used to hang out with me, he ran right, after right, me. Right, 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 right. Yeah, now he... Don't won't return my phone calls or whatever. Um, I, that was just a too much for me where I didn't like that. I was like, you guys aren't tying it in like in the right way. So where they were trying to tie it in in the right way, and I think it kind of worked, were the post credit scenes. Yes. To an extent, because I'm still kind of confused about them. So let's talk about the... Can we talk about the Dane one first? Yeah, let's talk about I that, one, that first. one Okay, so... Uh, oh, the sword? Mm-hmm. Yeah, so let me bring him up. Um, so throughout the movie... Uh, Dane has a couple of lines of dialogue where he's like, yeah, I come from a crazy family and like, oh, you gave me this ring and he's got my family crest on it. That's pretty cool. Mm-hmm. Thanks you. Um, and thanks you. Thanks you. And <laughs> at one point, Cersei calls him and she's like, did you ever reconcile with your uncle? You should really do that. You should make amends because you guys are good together or whatever. So they keep, they keep bringing up his family. So at the, this post credit scene, oh, and also, before I get to that, also during the movie, at a certain point on the ship, Thena pulls out like the sword Excalibur. She's like, hey, mm-hmm. check this out. And they were like, yeah, Arthur really liked you or whatever. So uh, establishing that some of that old magical ancient shit exists in, in Marvel. Um, so in the post credit scene, we see him opening a chest or whatever, and he's very nervous about it. He's like, I don't know if I can do this. Ah. And he opens it, <laughs> and inside is a sword, and it's, and it's wrapped in, in wrappings or whatever, and it starts like screeching and wailing like it's haunted. He he goes to, some Harry Potter shit. Some Harry Potter shit. He goes to touch yeah. it. It it starts like reacting to his touch. You can see the metal shifting on the blade or whatever. I don't it's think he fully touches blade. it yet. No, he does not touch it. He gets real close to it, and then um, a voice is heard behind him, and it says like, "Hey, you ready for that, young blood?" Or whatever? oh wait, no, what is he saying? Young blood. <laughs> <laughs> he says, "You sure you ready for that, Mister Whitman?" And no, he's uh, just like, "It's Wesley Snipes." And then the scene ends. Luis is basically right um, because the, the that voice was actually Mahershala Ali, who has been cast as Blade in a future Marvel movie, mm. right? So, so Blade in the comics, if you don't know, he's 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 a he's vampire, vampire hunter. He's half vampire himself, so he deals with magic and mythical creatures and stuff like that. So I wasn't wrong when I said he was going to be. Um... Van Helsing. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, pretty pretty close. Um, so I believe uh, Dane Whitman in in the Marvel comics is the character, the Black Knight, mm-hmm. who 
Um, I don't know too much about. I've seen him in a couple of things. I believe he has a magical sword and... Uh, they say at some point in the comic... He almost looks him like cross. Moon Knight right, right now. Exactly. Is that Moon Knight? No, no, no. This is not Moon Knight. This, oh. this is the Black Knight. Different, different Knight. Um, let's see. It says, Burdened by a heavy past and wielding the Ebony Blade, Dane Whitman forges a new legacy as the Black Knight. Okay. Um, yeah, so, you know, British uh, superhero. Oh, so we should have known because his name was Dane. I mean, yeah. Uh, they, they don't say Whitman until this very last line. So if you, you're a big comics reader, then you then would know. Then you, you probably would know. have known, mm-hmm. yeah. yeah. Um, but the, the appearance of, of Blade in, in this movie Dude, is, is very exciting. We watched, me, uh, didn't we watch Blade not that long ago? Yes, it was yes. pretty good. You and I watched the, the, ni- or the late 90s Blade. With it was interesting. But, yeah. Yeah. Which is a good movie. Um, All right. Now the other post credit scene where I was like rolling. Confused. My <laughs> Dude, I didn't freaking realize it was Harry Styles until uh, Andre told me in the car. Yeah. Luis, Luis told she me. Didn't, she didn't. I, have, who, I don't think you knew. Okay, first off, who I the didn't fuck know. is Harry Styles? Yeah, there you go. He's, he's from, one from One Direction. One Direction. Okay. <clears throat> but I guess he's one of the boy band the solo members. Artist now. He's from One D. He's from One D. <laughs> what the fuck, Andre? One Direction. <laughs> you don't know about One D? Um, and you can ask my sister. I don't know. So he he uh, you know one one direction broke up or whatever. <laughs> however many was there years a TV ago. He sings that song people? Watermelon no. Sugar. Hi. Does he? Watermelon Sugar. Hi. Isn't that a Jonas? No, that's Harry Styles. I know oh, no differences okay. between Jonas and Harry's. Whatever. Regardless of that, he he has been in a couple of movies before. So he's not just like a pop star that that's going directly to um to acting. Um he was and in He's going to be in a fucking Marvel movie. He was movie. in um Dunkirk. The, the oh, I need to watch that. Man. No- oh, you haven't seen it? No, is it oh, good? Oh, dude, you're gonna love mm. Dunkirk. Oh. It's it's really good, and he he's in it, and he's really good in it. You know, there's not too many lines spoken in that movie, so it's a lot of like facial acting and and body language stuff. But but he he was he was fine. You know, he was, he was perfectly good. So uh, I'm not excited to see him because you know he's in 1D. I just think he's he's a fine actor thus far. One from what you've seen him in. From yeah. what I've seen him in. Okay, so. <clears throat> The beginning of the cut scene is Kai Kaigo? King King Kingo? Is it Kingo? No. No, Kingo's not there. It's it's Druig, Thena, and Makari. Oh, yeah. yeah, yeah. On the on the ship. ship, Yeah. Which is called something. Right. So the ship is Yeah, the Delmo. They they went out on their way to go find other eternals out in the universe, let them know what the skinny is that these Erishim The skinny is (laughs) that these Erishim fools have been lying to them the entire lives or whatever. Um so while they're out on their way, they get boarded, and they're met by Pip and Eros, a.k.a. Star Fox, who is played <laughs> by Harry Styles. And uh, Pip, the, the elf, the dwarf, or whatever, he's, <laughs> played, he's played by Patton Oswalt. Um, he mentions that Eros, the Star Fox guy, is an eternal, right? He's been out there kicking ass, taking names or whatever, but he's also the brother of Thanos. That doesn't they, they make any that. fucking How sense. How does that make sense? So... I'm going to read this uh, paragraph to you. Okay, it says in the comics, Thanos is a member of the Eternals, a race of superpowered beings oh. that descended from a cast of humans genetically enhanced by the Celestials. Thanos himself is the son of Alars, the leader of an <laughs> eternal colony on Saturn's moon of Titan. However, Thanos was born with a rare deviant syndrome, which causes him to look more like a deviant than an eternal. So he's just got a disease, man. But I thought Eternals. I thought they couldn't have kids. Did they say that in the movie? I mean, they, none of them had. They're any kids. robots, <laughs> and also Cersei and and what's his face were fucking. They had no kids. 
I mean, are you trying to tell me that she ain't got a uterus because been, she's AI? They've been using a lot, a lot, a lot of protection. For no, a lot I don't believe years. that for a second. Yeah, they, they still. Yeah, I feel like what the they're saying right now in this in the MCU doesn't make quite no. as much sense as it as it does in the comics. Yeah, I I, I agree with that. Um, so he, why was there Eternal Colony on Titan? But well, because the Eternals are all throughout the throughout the universe. So instead oh. of saying on their planet. Yeah, to incubate, of, they go to Titan. They went to Titan, yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah, so... And so he saw his planet got destroyed? Yes, Thanos? and that's why he became the Mad Titan, Thanos. But he saw his planet got destroyed by an Eternal, but, but by by a Celestial, but they never said that in the movie. They didn't hear, they just say someone came and attacked his planet. What did they say? It was just somebody came and attacked his planet. Hmm. No, his planet... Like died because there was too many people. Right. It, it was like over overpopulated. Over yeah, overpopulated. Oh, so so Thanos was trying to save Earth from the Celestials, actually. Yeah. Because yeah. didn't yeah, they say so. it had to be highly populated for That's it to? That's true. Thanos was right. Okay. So Thanos if, was if trying to save us from the, the Celestials. Population of everywhere. From the emergence. Then no more emergencies will happen no. because each. They should have said that directly. That actually movie. makes sense. Why didn't they? That is the tie together that I think we need. That makes sense. You know? I mean, Harry could have come in and said that even if it was in the cut. Yeah, scene. even if it was at the end. That's true. He could hmm. have been like, yeah, you guys think that the blip was awful, but. The thing is, now. See about the emergence thing. We got emergencies popping all over. Yeah, we wouldn't have had no emergence if you guys wouldn't have. That actually makes de-blipped. sense. You think that's where the. I don't know. That but makes like, sense to that's me. That's a much more interesting future possibility than the actual end of this yeah. movie right where flip it, Thanos Thanos like, isn't bad hey, i'm gonna come back I'm gonna, I'm gonna pass judgment but if it was like hey actually because the blip back there are more celestials now than ever and we're all in trouble or or something along those lines you know yeah hmm. Hmm. what if some celestials blimped oh I mean, they're not real people, but... But they are life in the universe, right? Mm-hmm. I don't know. But I think uh, he just did it on that planet. Mm. Right? He did He did it for Earth. No, no, no. No, he blipped the blip, everything. The blip was everything. Everywhere in the universe. Everywhere in the universe. So all the galaxies, everything, the... Mm-hmm. Oh, shit. I thought it, it was just Earth. Every no, planet that we've seen in, in Guardians of the Galaxy. No, he blipped right it half, all. you know? Yeah, all blipped. Um, so that that's the, the, our discussion about it. So that could have been that could have been Thanos's <clears throat> motive, because he did say it was because they came to Titan is overpopulated. Right. Now, now we know that the planet has to be populated for the thing to be born. Right. They could tie that in. They they, that's better. That. that should be where they should go, because that I can tie together and I can understand. Exactly. Yeah, I feel that, and that makes me want to see. A little bit more of this, and then and then world. watch five years from now. We're going to be like, oh, Thanos was the shit. <laughs> well, I think that's the thing about Thanos, though, is that even though he did an awful thing by our ethical standards, mm-hmm. he play devil's advocate. For he it. believed in what he did because right. it was. He thought it was the right thing. Yeah, to he do. definitely thought it was the right yeah, thing. Well, so it's not thing even with, like he's a villain. He's like an anti-hero. Same thing with in some ways, Ic- Icarus. I guess you could say his moral was. We're not going to, by by saving this planet, we're going to destroy billions of new life or whatever, you know? Right. So it, you can go in a cycle about oh, yeah. that like all day. Yeah. But I, I, mean? I don't know. I feel like mm. he he was more of like a higher purpose kind of guy. Like Thanos? He, yeah. No. Icarus? Um, Icarus. Icarus. I feel like he 
But it's a real father is what it was. Yeah, like yeah. he was like, no, this is what we were told to we do. Told and he just he wanted was, to get on Ersham's good graces and be yeah. like, he the was next like really, Yeah. He just was really. He's, he's the Boy Scout. And so <laughs> oh, sometimes, sometimes the Boy Scout's got to commit yeah. a little bit of murder. Okay, sorry. You know. Hi, wifey. Bye, wifey. <laughs> Bye, wifey. Yeah. I'm in the sun. All um, right. Well, I'm in the sun. I'm in the sun. Okay. I think I only have one other, like, pretty major qualm with the movie, um, and that's the deviants themselves. Oh, I forgot they existed. Right. That's that's a major part of it. Is that they're shouldn't they be not the worst part? A major part of it. I like that they look like they look like computer wires. I, I was that's pretty legit, Michelle. <laughs> I wrote in my notes that they and look like computer wires. Yeah. You know. Um, yeah, my thing about them is that they're the main thing that the action is all based around in this movie, right? They're the quote-unquote bad guys on Earth. Exactly. They're the bad whatever. guys. Whatever. But, but they are so whatever, you know? And even the, the main one, the, who I kept calling the Alpha or whatever, um, who kept evolving and stealing their powers, and eventually he was talking and stuff like that. He was, uh, I mean... If he is the villain of this movie, he is the most the most boring villain. Like, yeah. There's 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 nothing to him. But like the fact that in the beginning of the movie they were kind of setting it up like, hey, so the deviants, they were they they came here, they're trying to mess our, all our shit up, but, but they keep evolving and stuff like that. So so they're kind of getting out of hand. I think that that could have been handled a little bit cooler. Like they they could have been actual characters. Not that this movie needed more characters, but if they had been at least interesting when they showed up. There could have been like an Alpha <clears throat> Prime deviant at that point. Yeah, mm-hmm. who had already been like leading them on this new deviant mission mm-hmm. or whatever. Right. Who, you know, had lines and was sending his cronies off. and. Well, and it, it didn't particularly make sense to me because they, it seemed like Ajax could tell where the deviants were all over the planet. Right. And then... Yeah. Icarus is saying that these deviants were like under, uh, they're like, were like frozen, frozen in some ice. And so, like, wouldn't she have seen that? You would. Think. I don't know. There, there. I wasn't paying attention to the deviant stuff much at all. But, but isn't that really telling? Right. That like yeah. you should care. Like either they That's should. True. They should be in the movie, cool, uh, even fun to a certain extent. Or they just like shouldn't be in it at all. But yeah. right in this movie, they are very middle of the road. Just like, oh, we need a bad guy to fight right now. So let's. I would have. I honestly would have appreciated it if they had gone a little bit more scary. Where like <clears throat> they'd been talking, and then a deviant pops out, and like, like, what do you call that when something pops out and it scares you? Oh, a jump scare. Yeah. Mm, like yeah. I wouldn't have been mad if they jump scared us a couple times. They could have done that. I also would have appreciated it if like. Like maybe the the disease that Thena had, like like if the deviants are kind of turning into Eternals, maybe she could have been turning into a deviant mm-hmm. or something like that. And then maybe even Icarus and her could have teamed up and them being the ones who tried to yeah. actually commit the emergence yeah, or something. Maybe. Something. But there, there just should have been a little bit more with the with the deviants for as much as they were in and not in the movie. Yeah. In my humble opinion. Yeah. 
I don't disagree with you. So, uh, what did uh, the people think? Ah, let's... Uh, I feel like they might have agreed with us. Check the old Rotten Tomatoes. Let's see here. Let's see if it actually loads for me. Holy hot diggity dog. Um, so, <laughs> this movie on Rotten Tomatoes has a whopping 47%. Yeah. <laughs> Is it now the worst rated Marvel movie? Because um, Thor 2, kit, I think, was better than that. Maybe. I'm not exactly sure. Um... Let me see. It has an audience score of 78%. Well, that's bullshit. Which is interesting. So there's two consensus. The critics' consensus says, An ambitious superhero epic that soars as often as it strains. Eternals takes the MCU in intriguing and occasionally confounding new directions. Okay? I agree with the last sentence. Right. The audience consensus says, It's a different kind of Marvel movie, but Eternals still contains all the action, humor, and heart that fans are looking for. And I don't fully agree with that. I think it has some of all of those things, but not quite, not quite enough. And they're not good enough to like be noteworthy. Right, right. So I once again posit that like... Yeah, Eternals, I just looked it up. Eternals is the worst rated Marvel movie. Yeah. And then, and then Thor the Dark World is after that. (laughs) Thor the Dark World has a 66. How is that bad? I don't agree with that at all because Thor was bad. Thor the Dark World's not horrible. It is absolutely Hulk. <laughs> the Incredible Hulk is still better. Hulk is, Hulk is next, Hulk, 67. I, I think Hulk here, is Here, better. Andre can read the Why one. is Age of Ultron so low? I don't appreciate this. You Are know, we on the same? Age of Ultron did uh, did not do very well when it... Um, it's right there, babe. I thought that was a great movie. Uh, I, I, yeah, I was, I was just scrolling down. I was trying to find uh, Age of Ultron. We're looking at it's the right same here. article. Yeah, uh, it has a 76. So wait, wait, go from the worst to the best. <clears throat> so the worst rated... Is Eternals. Is Eternals at 47%. Thor the Dark World at 66%. Mm-hmm. The Incredible Hulk at 67%. Mm-hmm. Iron Man 2 at 72%. I don't even remember Iron Man 2, so. It's the one with the dude with the whips. Okay. He's like, no, that yeah. one's pretty bad. Where is my bird? Mickey Rourke? Yeah, Mickey Rourke. I want my bird. Um, <laughs> Avengers Age of Ultron at 76%. That's my favorite Avengers movie. And so, so good. I think this, this movie. Oh, no, for, Winter Soldier is my favorite. This movie for me... But isn't that a Captain America movie? True. Yes. I get them confused. Age, Age of Ultron for me is a movie that has gotten better with subsequent movies. Mm. I think every time we see Wanda and Vision after that, after that movie makes Age of Ultron better. I think yeah, that's every time true. We that's see a good point. Hawkeye after this movie, it makes Age that's of Ultron better. That's a good point. Better. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I remember when I got out of the Age of Ultron theater, I was like very conflicted. I was like, oh man, did they really woof it this time? I did not enjoy that as much as the first one. I think they threw in too many elements and, mm. and all, that, all that kind of stuff. Um, but now I can totally watch it and have tons of fun watching them try to pick up freaking Thor's hammer and knowing where that goes. You mm-hmm. know, all, all of those kinds of things in that movie make it, make it a little yeah. bit better. Yeah. Yeah. We'll uh, anywho, we digress. Yes, I'm sorry. Yeah. And Eternals then after that, after that is, is Thor and then Iron Man 3 and then Black Widow. And then Captain Marvel, then the <clears throat> first Captain America, and Ant Man, and everything from here is eighty and up. So you know, they're all, all equal. All, all, all bangers. All bangers. Yeah. Um, okay. Well, I'm gonna give this movie a seven. It's seven. fine. It gets a C. It's not like a complete fail, so I'm not gonna give it less than that. Mm-hmm. But it's a, it's a C minus. Mm. That's all I have to say, yeah. Luis. C minus C plus C plus C plus yeah so like I mm-hmm. seven, seven and a half seven five yeah. okay 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 Andre I think I'm gonna give it a six point five 
because like the the moments that I enjoy in this movie aren't enough to make me want to watch it. You know, mm-hmm. uh, and I really wanted to watch Shang Chi. <laughs> I was like, do we have to watch Eternals? I want to watch Shang Chi. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, like that's a movie that I'll watch over and over again because of how fun it is. This movie is a lot less fun, and it's it it, it really I really felt the length of it uh, upon upon this viewing. Um, so yeah, yeah, six six point five is where it stands for mm-hmm. me. I was All gonna right. give it a six point five too. Mm. All right, it's it's not one. Now that we've seen it twice. I don't think I'm going to go back and no, rewatch it. No, I'm not. I it's feel like, one of those Marvel movies that I'm not going to go back to. Yeah. Until those Marvel movies that come out after this that definitely pertain to... Right. Hey, remember what happened in the Eternals with the Celestial and the Deviants and the... Then I'll watch a YouTube video. There you go. <laughs> I just feel like it didn't give us enough that it's not going to like... It can tie in, but it's not going to be like, I missed X, Y, Z. Well, and especially because you watched it twice. Because usually upon the second viewing, if something I didn't like the first time, I like it a little better. And I did like it a little better this time, but it wasn't enough for me to be like, yeah, I want to watch it again. I will say it like answered some questions to watch it a second time, but Mm -hmm. not like same thing, not enough to feel like, oh, yeah, I totally get it. Right. I mean, I don't usually fall asleep in a Marvel movie at all. And we had to do this one in two sittings because I was done yesterday. Yeah, I was yeah. like, I can't focus. Could not, could not continue. Um, but also, Andre and I had seen Batman like the day before. So to go from Batman to this, we were like, and hey, um. Guess what? Batman is a mo- The Batman is a movie that is almost three hours long. Two hours and 55 Wait, are minutes. Are we talking about the new one? The new one. Oh we we saw it in theaters. Uh, no spoilers for that, of no course. Spoilers. But I will say that like I was enthralled the entire time. And mm-hmm. I had the almost exact opposite of, yeah. of that feeling with Eternals. When it was much shorter, right? You know, yeah. twenty minutes shaved off of that, and uh, I was still like, "Oh my oh god!" Okay, Andre, <clears throat> what are we doing emergence. next time? Next time on the Walt Vault, we are going back, back, back into time. <laughs> what? <laughs> what are you watching? Back. The dinosaur? Back. We're, we're Seriously, watching... might as well watch the Live Before Time now. Live <laughs> <laughs> Before Time or Dinosaur? We are, yeah. we are watching a thirty-year-old movie. We are going to check out the nineteen ninety-two live-action film. Sister Act. <laughs> okay, cool. You went from a blah to a ha-ha. Star Whoopi Goldberg. Uh, this, Whoopi. This movie was not a, a Disney movie originally, but uh, Disney owns it now, so it's on Disney+. Plus. It is quite a family-friendly movie. I actually have not, have not seen, seen it seen myself. It. Um, I haven't. Well, you know what? That's a lie. My parents somehow, you know, my mom, she loves movies. She somehow has watched on. this movie. She and loves the good dinosaur, everyone. Oh, yeah, dude. My mom loves <laughs> yeah? the good dinosaur. <laughs> That's where Shout you get out it to from, my mama. <laughs> I hella love her. Where you get it from, yeah. <laughs> oh, that's funny. Um, so, yeah, check that out. Uh, we'll be, we'll be uh, doing that, coming to you in two weeks' time. In the meantime, if you want to keep up with us, you can find us on social media. We are at the Walt Vault Pod. Go there, find the post for this episode, and leave a comment. Let us know what you thought of The Eternals. Did you like it more than us? Is it your favorite Marvel movie ever? I don't think anyone's oh, going to no. say that. Yeah, please, let, please let us know if it is. because If you need to give talk us to you. that, you're going to need to cite some sources and give <laughs> us some reasoning. Yeah, make it a long comment. I need at least 10 references. <laughs> 500 one words, letter of recommendation yeah, yeah, yeah. if your comment is over <laughs> 200 characters long go ahead and send an email to contact at the <laughs> and we'll read that message on the show um if you want to help support us make sure you're subscribed on whatever podcast platform you're listening on we're on itunes and spotify and stitcher we're on all the podcast platforms we're on youtube 
Go there, subscribe, leave comments there, leave star ratings, all that stuff helps us out a lot. We also have extra content available over on Patreon.com. That's Patreon.com slash The Walls Fault. Get some extra content there for only a dollar and help keep the lights on in this dark, dark vault. Go to our website, thewallvaultpod.com. We've got links to uh, merch and stuff over there. You can get yourself a shirt or a mug or a candle. We got all kinds of stuff on the site. And that's it, you guys. Sister, act goodness. The vault.